Will, will, will. We meet again. Um, you know, boys, it felt like, and we say this a lot, but seriously, it felt like AEW needed a big one tonight, you know? Like, it felt like they needed, like, a show that really, that got the people back in on All Out and got them back hooked and got them fired up. And I haven't looked at the timeline after that match. I'm sure there's some people that weren't keen on it. I'm sure the Oracle of Wrestling had a great time. But my guess is that people are much more excited about All Out right now. I can tell you that I am really fucking excited right now because of one segment. Now, look, the rest of the show is great. We're going to talk about You guys are going to carry me on that. But there's one segment in the middle that, brothers, you know, it'll live, it'll live forever. I don't give a fuck what anyone says about comedy. It was incredible. But anyway... Expert panel as always. Chris, I know you're a wrestle purist, but you're a grinner first. How are you tonight, pal? Always. Yeah, no, I'm doing great. It was just really good show. Like you said, like it, feel, it felt like we really needed something like this. Mm. Morale was kind of low, at least for me, I know. So, um, man, it was solid show. Just that middle part. I know we'll get to it later, but it's incredible stuff. <clears throat> yeah, I, I genuinely can't. Like, I can't wait to talk about that segment and where it's going because... I think there's a lot of takes, and I actually think it may be simpler than than people are currently predicting or assuming. I think this may be a more traditional tale than people realize, but nonetheless, um, Manny, how are you tonight, pal? I'm doing great. I made this shirt before Dynamite started. Hmm. It says, Fed is dead. And that's <laughs> it. I was, I was going to wear it tomorrow when I was on the flagship, and yeah. it, it has a, I did a character shirt. Of Triple H, with the, then it says rest in it says rest in peace Triple H. Bro, we, we really almost lost him last year, man. He has like bad heart and shit. I don't know if you can say that. I don't know if there's a phrase you can say. But respect, my God. It's like they show Monty. He happens to him all the time. It's it's, it's alarming. I didn't um, even know I had an alarm on. Yeah, well, it's just it was like was dynamite good? That's the alarm. <laughs> Ten minutes <laughs> after the show. <laughs> <laughs> tremendous, tremendous stuff. I don't know how we get to about this show tonight, guys. If you have questions, put them in the chat, and uh, I will try to, you know, we'll try to get some as a, as a kind of group here. Um, I want to start with what well, is start with what we just closed with, because that was a lock to be another five star match for Dave on the Osprey Charter. That dude's fucking collecting them at a rate we've never seen before. If you care about that, that's cool. If you don't, but it's still happening. That's 100% going to get our five-star rating from Dave. I, I'll be completely real. I was paying, I paid attention to the last 15 because I was getting ready to do this show before that. But there was some shit in that that was like, it actually felt like you were watching a video game. Like the, the fucking dragon deal where Osprey landed on his feet and they camera cut like in between him doing it. So it just like he was like matrixed it. It was yeah, there was some shit in that match that was like freakish. Um, Manny, that felt like the kind of thing you would very much enjoy. That main event, Hoopers, right? Hoopers, it was freaking awesome, bro! Like, I, I was shocked that Kenny took that uh, Avalanche uh, German from the uh, double German, yeah. bro. I was pff, fuck, man. Kenny's back and he looks phenomenal. I thought he was. I thought the he was wearing the compression shirt to cover up his, you know, like he wasn't mm-hmm. in shape. But man, he looked like he was back. He was ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone said it last week on the or two weeks ago on the show. Like Kenny, in his first match back, he had the shoulder gimmick too, and so and one of the guys tore it off. Remember, Andrade tore it off, and then this week Osprey tore off the top. And yeah, he actually is in great shape. He looked great tonight. I thought like his stuff looked perfect. So that's I mean we kind of assumed they were working there, but um, my God, pal, that was quite the performance tonight. Chris, what did you think of the 
the thrilling main event. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. I mean, like, we could talk about the moves, and I also agree. Like, there was a couple of things Kenny took in this match. Where I was like, man, I don't know if he's be doing that. <laughs> but, no, it was, it was awesome. And I think it was Reset said in the Discord. He was like, man, if people still – people will still go on Twitter and say that, like, the elite can't tell stories. And it was – I mean, it was incredible. Like, it that just – immediately proves I'm wrong tonight because there was just so much going on, like the physicality of it and just the, mm-hmm. the athleticism there. But man, there was a story that they were telling. I mean, since, since the Kenny and Will beef on Twitter for like years. Yeah, absolutely. I actually think, honestly, that criticism is way outdated. And I think if anything, their stories can be too heavy handed sometimes because they're so keen to tell a specific story, an elaborate story. The idea that they don't tell stories is like, you know, at this point, yeah, you're right. It's way, way outdated. Guys, look, I understand there are many reasons to not fuck with Will Ospreay, but this dude right now is like, he's performing at a special level. Like, he, he's this right now in wrestling, so many guys can do cool shit and can pop a live crowd. So when you see Osprey get crowds the way he's getting them right now, where he's doing shit that's making them say, wow, what is this dude? <laughs> where is this dude from? JR is popping huge. Taz is popping huge. He's on an all-time run. Chris, how familiar are you with Osprey, and how much have you actually enjoyed seeing him on AEW TV where he has not missed as of yet? Right, so I tune into like the big New Japan shows, or like I guess even before the pandemic. But um, So I was like pretty familiar with him. Obviously, we all see the clips online. But, man, like, he's – continues to impress me more and more every single time when he's in AEW. And he's, that like, he's the guy where my – I mean, I know and this isn't that much, I mean, whether you want to judge or whatever, but, like, this is the type of guy that, you know, like, my non-wrestling fan friends will send me clips that they'll see, like, who is this guy? This is insane. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I'm sure we're going to get more of that tonight with the, you know, die to the outside. Like, it was just – he – he keeps impressing and I'm sure he keeps impressing more and more the people that, you know, didn't know at all who he was before he got to AEW. It's just, yeah, again, say what you want about him as a person, but that that was, he he continues to impress in the ring. I think it is relevant what you said. Like shoot has said to me that I don't even want to say it publicly, but someone very close to him, he's become their favorite wrestler. Like I know for my folks, they fucking love Osprey. And part of that's because, you know, we're like, he's near, he's from near here, but even still, he does. He pops to people that aren't wrestling fans. He's he's that dynamic. Manny, you had an interesting tweet about um, like this. He hasn't had that many TV matches, and he's like so at home on their TV. It's almost, yeah. bro. I don't know how they're gonna like keep him off that show. It feels like he's gonna have to stay there for a while. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I think he is gonna stay for a while because at Rep Pro, he did say he's just gonna be US and Japan now. Mm-hmm. So, hey man, it's a W for AW. This is gonna be the closest thing they get to, I guess, signing him. Because I don't know if Osprey is too loyal to New Japan to leave. So I think this is a W. I mean, man, fuck, man. Osprey is phenomenal. <laughs> Absolutely. You guys I think, think he's one, good. Like, I know we say, like, Takesha really doesn't have a – when I see you bring it up, like, Takesha doesn't really have, a, like, a comp. Like, in, like, past mm-hmm. mass. I feel like the same thing with Osprey, man. Like, Takesha yeah. and Osprey are just in a different class of them, like, different class altogether. Yeah, they can like, just, the way they move and just like their their execution of offense is just it's just different, man. Right? It it really is. It's hard to it's hard to explain without just seeing it. I did want to ask you guys: Do you think there's something up with the Don Callis piece of that for Osprey? Because Don is not going to be with Babyface Kenny forever, and Osprey having Don to talk for him 
I think there may be something up with that. The way they've established that dynamic, Chris, how do you feel about potentially if Osprey is a semi-full-time, you know, kind of like he's around a lot, having Callis as his mouthpiece, I think that could be intriguing person. What do you think? Yeah, my only reservation there is that it's like almost too obvious of a solution yeah. on how to book this, right? Because, I mean, I, I feel like the direction they're going is babyface Kenny, right? That's what it, I mm -hmm. mean, that's what it seems like. So the very obvious transition to that is like, okay, now Don Callis, you know, aligns with the heels. Because, yeah, like you're right, he's not, he's not going to stay with babyface Kenny for too long because like what's, right. what's the point of that, right? There's really nothing there to tell, I don't think, at least. So, yeah, I think that's definitely the way to go. Yeah, that backstage segment kind of felt like the bat signal in that regard, right, Manny? What do you think, Callis with Osprey? Shake of the head. What do you reckon? Lord Gideon Gray. <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen him wrestle? No. I've, I've seen him a few times. Trust me. He'll give you, you, he may not be the kind of wrestler you're into, Manny. That's, well, that'd be my prediction, right? No, like the character. No, but yeah, I can it. actually see it. Yeah, I can, I can actually see just Callis just joining Will Osprey eventually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting how they use him on TV because I definitely don't think we're going to go to a point where he's like not on the shows often. I feel like he's going to try and use Osprey like once a month when he can. Obviously, there'll be certain tours that take Osprey off the ball. Man, I don't know. I think he's just they were doing trading chance tonight, guys. The elite, that's their fucking promotion, and people were trying for Osprey. It was I don't know. It was it was something. It was very, very striking. Um the Young Bucks, I'm gonna go give a hot take here. I think they might be pretty good. It's my this is my I'm going out on a limb. We've spent so long talking about how good Nick Jackson is that we may have forgotten how good Matt Jackson is because he had an incredible performance tonight. Um, Manny, as a Young Bucks fan, I know you get frustrated with the law sometimes. Are nights like these great to remind you of what you really love about these dudes? Yeah, man, they're just – besides like all their BT stuff, man, once they get in the ring, mm -hmm. if there's no one like them, there's probably going to be like no one ever like them. I just yeah. – they're just generational tag team, and I don't think there's – I really think they're just a class of their own. Uh, nobody has their match catalog they have, and mm -hmm. and the way that the Bucks were able to switch up with any kind of style is just so insane. They can work a classic Southern tag. They can work a Lucha tag. They can work a PWG-style match. They can work like a, yeah. one of those North American storytelling matches. They're just mm – -hmm. just kiss. They're awesome. They did it in their tag title run. They literally did like all of those too, right? Like they they did all of those matches. They showed their whole their whole range in that regard. It is very very special. It's their greatest strength, I think. Chris, was you? Um, I'm sure you wasn't surprised by how good the young bucks were tonight. But it must be said, it's a uh, it's nice to get those kind of reminders when you see them in top form, right? They're pretty special. For sure, and I know like we toss around, or I I do at least. I mean, today I said Mox had a generational promo on Twitter, but no, like. For real, I, the Bucks are a generational tag team. I don't, I don't even think you can dispute that at this point. And I, I love, and like what Manny was saying, like I love how people will say, you know, like a, a young Buck style tag match. But what is that? Like their style is everything. They're so yeah. dynamic. They can work. They can work anything. Like uh, Matt's been selling his back for like six years, and every single time <laughs> I'm like hooked by it. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. They are. They're definitely one of those teams that like. While I get why they can be great in his personalities, in ring, you know how you said that about, like, people say they don't tell stories? The idea that they're just, like, spot monkeys is so... Like, that match, that I, well, I bring it up a lot because it's the best example. The double or nothing tag with King and Mox was, like, a classic, like, old-school tag for most of it. Like, they just got heat on both guys, and they can do that, man. That's, like, that's easy for them. They just... 
they have such a degree of range and just they're just so fucking good. The Young Bucks are obviously they're one of the best teams ever, genuinely. So that was um that was tremendous. I want to let Duke speak on the main event. I'm sure he'll be here shortly. I will say quickly, do we have any concerns? This is a minor thing. I'll start with you on this, Chris, because I'm I'm intrigued what you guys think, because it did cross my mind. Are we slightly worried that this match on Sunday won't be able to follow like their road to the final? Because I I, I know I, I'm not saying it will be bad because it's gonna be good, right? But like, you know, Alex, Alex Reynolds is not, you know, he's not Dragon Lee. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Alex Reynolds is not Billy Oz. It's it's a little bit different. Chris, do you have any concern at all? It be fine because the elite know what they're doing. So I I do have concern. I'll tell you how I had the concern. I was halfway through this match, like how halfway through it, and I had that thought cross my mind. I was like, yeah. I don't know, guys. I was like, I don't know. So immediately when that when that thought went into my head, I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to think about it yet. Like, well, I'm going to yeah. let this play out here tonight, and then we'll worry about that on Sunday. But uh, I don't know, man. We'll see. It, it seems to me like my thought is that it's going to be a lot of, you know, I mean, I don't know if it's like BTE drama is the word or the phrase I'm trying to use yeah, here, but it does seem like that, obviously, and of course that's what it like. The, the whole the, the point is going to be the hangman arc and the mm. hangman story there so i mean i don't know we'll see if that can carry it because i know like at least in ring i'm not expecting it to be what tonight was but we'll see if that you know they could definitely do something interesting there i have no doubt so i mean we'll see it, it's going to be different for sure it's not going to be the the in-ring level that this was i don't think but mm. you know we'll, we'll see if they compensate in other areas yeah and i think like I don't think any of us think the match is going to suck on Sunday, right? Like oh, they're not, sure. they're not, they're not having bad. They could have a good match with us free. Like it's fine, but it did cross my mind because the Osprey thing did feel like the final in a lot of ways in terms of how you know important it was. Um, but Hangman, you know, he'll be super over, of course. I do wish Silver and Reynolds had a little more juice coming into this tournament. You know, I give them a little bit on TV, but you get, we get. Manny, are you concerned at all about your favorite faction, the Dark Order, perhaps failing to live up to the height the? <laughs> The high expectations. <laughs> well, all the people yelling at me on Twitter right now because I said the match is probably not going to be good. And everybody says it doesn't matter. It's not going to be a moves match. It's going to be a story match. You're not watching. You're not watching BTE. You're not doing this. You're not paying attention. I'm like, bro, I don't. I don't. I don't give a fuck, bro. I just. I just want to see a good match. I don't. I don't need like the. I don't need where Hangman's on his knees trying to get to the Dark Order, and then like the Bucks are just taunting him and everything, and then just running in place, and then. He gets up and like they super kick him, and he like powers up like it, like the power of friendship, like you know, just gets him and he tags so hard and he goes crazy. You're heated about this, right? Twitter's lit you up today on this, right? You're fucking mad about it. It's I'm been three weeks. It. It's been a three week lit up session for me. Man. Yeah, I All think you're losing. I think it will rock. I think the crowd. I think the crowd will be with it. Uh, let me quickly say shout out to Meech who resubscribed. I know that Bob can't see these things. So let me do them very quickly. Cody also. Thank you for resubscribing, guys. Bobby has not got the Twitch uh, feed rolling, so he can't shout you out when you do that. So I'll try to catch up when I'm around. Um, yeah, and I, I don't doubt. I mean, Hangman's going to go off in that match. Absolutely. I'm intrigued. I want Manny's take on this. Chris, I'm going to protect you by leaving you out of it the same way I'm going to leave myself out. Hey, Manny, what do you think? Is Hangman a better wrestler than Will Ospreay? No. <laughs> Dismissive shake of the head. Hey, man, can't even lace Osprey's boots on a good day. Oh, see, that's why I let you do that. I don't know. I won't go in there, bro. Fuck that. I ain't getting in there. <laughs> I ain't getting in that conversation. 
paywall content. But just yeah. let's see what kind of match Osprey and Adam Cole have. You know, let's just see. Oh shit! Listen, man, there's nearly seventy people in here. You've got to watch yourself, right? It's dangerous. Very, very dangerous. Look at the chat; it's fired up. Um, yeah, no, it'll, I think Sunday will be really good. The tournament's been really good, man. The, the tournament's been been a hell of a deal. I mean, this style of match could become kind of an organic main event play for them. I think they could regularly main event TVs with trios title matches. Like, honestly, if the Dark Order especially were stronger, this could fucking main event Sunday. But obviously Punk's going to it, Chicago. But, like, do we think we can get to a point eventually, Chris, where where these trios titles are, like, they kind of quietly become the next most prestigious belt just because the matches will be so consistently great? Definitely. And I think that's part of the reason why Tony wanted to wait until Kenny was back uh, for the trio titles, just because like what you said, you know, the, the match quality is going to be there and usually it is for AEW trios matches. But the fact that also like presumably, you know, the, the elite are going to be the first ones to hold a title that automatically gives it like this prestige mm-hmm. and also having such great matches in the trios tournament, like we've had gives it that prestige too to kick it off. So yeah, absolutely. I think it's going to be in a position to where it can main event, you know, obviously main event dynamites and you know we'll yeah. see what happens but you no know, yeah 100 and the, the crowd especially the AEW crowds always hot for those trios matches mm-hmm. like all the time i mean look a couple of examples here in the chat undisputed era trios with the elite and then this one which is the big one really is when you eventually do like claudio brian and moxley <laughs> versus kenny and the young yeah. butts which is like as big a match as they can possibly book honestly so that's very interesting, Manny. How fired up are you for these trios belts being a part of the product? Like once we get beyond the tournament, the idea that on any given week you can just throw a trios title match out there and do different combinations, it, it could be a real strength, I think, for AEW moving forward. What do you think? I'm thinking they should get rid of those ROH trios belts. Because <laughs> I... you saying they don't match up, they don't stack up to the left? No, Is that what you're saying? The... I don't think the boys in the in the in Dalton Castle should, you know. I think just leave the trios for AEW because, man, with their division to the moon, man, we're it's gonna go high, man. We're we're gonna main we're gonna see main event dynamites. Oh, I won't be shocked if we yeah, if we see Grand Slam, the Elite versus. Yeah. I forgot mm-hmm. the other team's name again. I'm just the, the the ear the what was they called in that? Yeah, what was that? The parrot the what were they called? They had like a name. Remember they I, trademarked the name. It's like Paragon oh, or some shit. Well, I think it was Paragon, but like they never, I don't think they ever said it, but it was trademarked. <laughs> Did you the see Undisputed Air? They're just going to wrestle the Undisputed Air. Oh, Bobby yeah. Let's... Fish. Bobby Fish tweeted today My new podcast is out, and I'm talking WWE, Triple H, and breaking news. <laughs> Wait, is a podcast? Apparently, yeah. It's wild, man. It's incredible. Is it the same show where he said he got into a fight with Dax? I think oh. that was the first episode, yeah. <laughs> Who do you think won that fight, Manny? Remember that weird, uh, that weird segment that happened with like the yeah. the Red Dragon came out and they just like bumped FTR. That's, I think that's I, what started it. I think that's what he was actually talking about because what the context was, he was saying, um, like if someone called me out in a live promo, I just walk out, which is an incredible <laughs> fault, by the way. I hope someone does that now. And he said, like I had saying with Dax Harwood, and if you look at their what you're just talking about, I think, is what he's referencing. Because it looked like one of them kind of just pulled the other one's card and was like, "Come on!" And they started like fucking fighting each other. It was wild. I'm gonna Hell feel bad me. for uh, I'm gonna feel bad for uh, Dax because you know Bobby Fish has those educated feet. So. <laughs> Could you imagine? Dax is gonna go for like a double A takedown and then 
Bobby Fish is gonna hit him with that Edwards kick and just KO him like that. <laughs> just keeps him at distance with fucking low kicks. <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. The uh by the way, you mentioned that the Ring of Honor trios belts. You haven't traded teams again, have you, Manny? You're still Team Ring of Honor, right? Or are you? Yeah, I am. You up for now? You seem less confident, though. You seem less sure. You're still Ring of Honor. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, good to know. Um, Aussie Open. We haven't talked about Aussie Open. That feels unfair. They main evented again here on TV and killed it again. Um, I'm very hopeful that the show I'm going to. In London is going to be FTR versus Aussie Open, which it will be a hell of a time. Hopefully, it's on that night and not the other night. That would be very frustrating. Um, Aussie Open have quietly become kind of one of the world's premier teams. Chris, I don't know how much you've seen of them. What have you thought of them in their AEW performances thus far? Right. So I kept wanting to like remember their names, and I keep forgetting them. But they are mm-hmm. they were pretty impressive tonight. Um, they can bump really well we saw that tonight obviously we've seen that before but man like i again don't know their names but one of them when he had that uh davis is the big one and and Uh, fletcher is the okay yeah i think it was davis that body slammed both of the bucks like Mm -hmm. that was a really cool spot you know fletcher's the other one right Mm -hmm. yeah the one with the use the hair yeah yeah (laughs) the hair exactly yeah no him like he the way he takes bumps is like it's just it's it's cool. Like you, I don't know. It just it adds an extra layer of like you really feel into it, uh, into the match. It gives it another you know really strong layer. So I yeah I, I like them a lot as like a supporting kind of cast right. to Osprey in this position. And yeah, who knows? Like a hundred percent wouldn't doubt in the future that they you know become a big deal. Speaking of supporting cast, we have our our sixth man scorer here off the bench. Yeah, yeah. Young Dukes bringing What's the up? energy, bringing the youth to the program. How are you, pal? I'm so fucking fired up. I am <laughs> on on real high right now from that fucking show. Yeah, it was pretty good, right? Like we've just we were talking about the main event because I didn't want to move on until you got here. So what yeah. did you? Does your hat say Warp Tour? No, it says Don't Trip. It's a Mac. Oh, movie. Don't Trip. I don't know why I said Warp Tour. <laughs> <laughs> what does that what mean? Dukes, <laughs> what did you think of the main event? Uh, uh, I I fell asleep actually during it. Yeah, no, um, it fucking rocked. The, the whole Snapdragon um, sequence with Kenny Osprey, unreal. And that uh, double suplex off the top, that was a fucking brain buster. That was not mm-hmm. a suplex. He landed right on his shoulders. That was insane. I thought no, I was going to get like... pulled over on the way home. I had a cop behind me the whole time. <laughs> there was a cop behind me the whole time. He followed me, down my, he followed me down my street. And I pulled in my driveway, and I was like, oh, fuck. But I'm Wow. Yeah. Are you not famous enough yet from the grin that you can kind of like no. get away with those kind of things? No. Okay. How much he loves his business, man. Being home. I love the game. Exactly. I think it takes a couple shows. Oracle told me it takes like three shows. So after tomorrow night, Duke should be like, he should be bulletproof. You know, he should be fine. Because yeah. he's having to many you know, times. Everyone recognizes him. That's crazy. You know? yeah. I'm going to pull that little section in the Discord. <laughs> the many yeah, you sure do, that. brother. <laughs> we have to we have to share credit with Russell Purus on that one, though, right? They've they've done a little bit. I guess if Monty's in the chat, piece of shit. Um, yeah, the main event rule. Anything else in the main event, lads? We have talked. I mean, I don't want to do. She just got here. We've been talking about it the whole time. Uh, I think mm-hmm. we agree it was good, right? Is that a take? Well, yeah. everybody watched the the Aussie Open match from two weeks ago against the uh, Sunshine Machine. Is that what they're called? Is that yeah. the team with Michael Oku and... Uh, no, that's Destination oh. Everywhere. Destination right? Everywhere. That match was awesome. Sunstrom Machine's another team. 
<laughs> no Michael <laughs> That would be good too, though. Um, all right, so there you go. Quickly before we move on, uh, Manny, you're famous for your star ratings. You once gave the Ric Flair last match four and three quarters. <laughs> What did you give? Uh, what did you give the main event? Just for people that are at home collecting the stats, you know. What did you well, give? It? This match didn't have the highs of that one, so <laughs> I went five on it. It was crazy. All right, well that works. That's fine. All right, I want to get into the fucking, you know, the business. I want to get into the, the meat of this program. I want to get Morrison? into the real. Listen, this ain't the time for fun and games, Manny. All right, because some fuck. Listen, I, I'm all for it. I'm not an old fuck. You know, I'm, I'm glad everyone had their fun with the main event. I had fun with it. It was great. Five stars. We all had a good time. Right, we're all friends here, and I'm happy for everyone to enjoy themselves every Wednesday, Monday, for Friday, whatever fucking show days are on now. But in the middle of this show, a professional wrestling program took over because old Pepsi Phil. He was like moping and he was all sad and the crowd was kind of like losing interest. And he was all, and I, I text shoot. I was like, I don't know if this is working. I was getting really mad at the idea that CM Punk's like promos are bad now. And fucking Ace Steel came out and just like like yelling. And he started like hitting him on the chest. And I'm pretty sure he said fuck. I think he said fuck, right? Oh, he did. Yeah. He said, he said get the fuck back up. Yeah. And he started whacking him. And then like Punk had this shot where he... Like, he snapped, grabbed the mic, and, like, looked down the camera, and it was, like, the most cinematic, ridiculous, awesome thing I've ever seen in my life. And he began to yell about nearly dying multiple times. Um, he then charged into the crowd. He was screaming about Chicago, which means nothing to me whatsoever, and I was, like, pumping my fist. Um, this is one of the best segments in the history of AEW Dynamite. CM Punk is back. Um, I don't know why I doubted that he could pull this off in a week. John Moxley... <laughs> My God, John Moxley. I want to be clear. We'll talk about Moxley's pro because Moxley had one of his best promos ever. But man, I thought this man, I thought this needed something. When I read they were going to do a rematch of the pay I was worried about it, honestly, because I love punk stuff usually. And I was like, man, I don't know if they can pull that off. He got beaten three minutes. And he fucking, he pulled it off and then some. I can't wait for this shit now. Incredible promo. Dukes, I'll go to you first because you have just got here. Your immediate reaction to CM Punk's. Uh, big time in ring in crowd promo in the middle of this show. I stood up and I did a lap. Like I not even like that's not even a matter. I literally did a lap around like the living room. <laughs> it was fucking incredible. Ace Steel came out and my dad said, "Who is this?" Even though he was literally on the t on the television show about ten minutes before picking up the contract or whatever. <laughs> he said, "Who is that?" And I was like, "The guy you just saw, who you just asked who that was before." He said the same thing twice. It was incredible. Did but, you see Tape Machine's tweet? They should have aired an Ace Steel video package when it came out. <laughs> how much, you how imagine? is he supposed to know? Like he hits the ring and they just go, hold on a second, folks. Ring of Honor. <laughs> yeah, they just did like Rocky. That's what that was. It was fucking incredible. Like genuinely, I, I, I could have used terribly. I don't know. But I don't think there's like some sort of, I don't think they're going to swerve him here, bro. I think he's fucking Rocky. I think he's Rocky free, and mm -hmm. he's gonna he's gonna win that belt back in Chicago. And like, that's, look, that's gonna be divisive. It'll pop me. I understand why it won't pop everyone, but I don't know, Chris. What do you think? Is there are there layers at hand here, or is this a simple story all of a sudden of the hero fighting uphill and and getting revenge after such a humiliating defeat? What do you think? Yeah, so I think there's layers down the line. I think this could play into that. I mean, I know Dukes and I in the in the in the Discord are like, "Nice no, lying. Don't listen to him. Oh, yeah. like, he's lying." He's but, um, he didn't say, tell me when I'm telling lies. He didn't say that. Exactly. 
so you know. But um, no, yeah. There's as for right now, no. Same. Like when he started talking about Chicago, I was like, yeah, like that's us. Seven. I was like, wait, no, I'm from Miami. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was a big deal. Um, Duke's dad's reaction was very different than my dad's reaction to the problem. Yeah. We don't need to talk about that. But um, yeah. no, when when Ace Steel came out. Like, my first thought was, wait, the live crowd just thinks that's some dude picking up the papers, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the first time. But then he came out the second time, and he starts, like, grabbing Punk, and he's dog-walking him around the ring. Like Great it was, promo. Mm-hmm. It was intense. And, yeah, no, he did say fuck. And, like, in every single version of the promo that I saw on social media, it wasn't bleeped out. So, like, they're, I guess, maybe it went under the radar, and they didn't notice, or, like, they really want to hammer the point home. But it was, man, it was so intense. It was real. It's, like... Like what we said two weeks ago, like this is what we love about this, right? Is that it felt like it was like a living thing. Like this is something that we're going to remember for a long time. And yeah, it's definitely, at least for me, like for sure, I'm going to remember that promo as like a dynamite, you know, great mm-hmm. segment. Um, and Moxley's too, like not to discount Moxley's first promo too. That was incredible. Are they going to go 60 minutes on Sunday? Because they kind of hinted at Punk being like this. Yeah, uh, I thought the exact same thing. It was very interesting. Or like 59 minutes, maybe. I don't know, man. But for sure, um, when we're talking about swerves, I don't think it's going to happen this weekend. I think um, I think Punk's going to win it in Chicago. I do too. Um, so, fuck, man. I'm so like, I, man, your grin is, I can't do it right <laughs> now. We, we have to deal with this as a family afterwards. We need to be professionals. Um, don't worry, folks. Nothing's, nothing's up here at late night grin headquarters. It's okay. Um, um. I want to say, yes. steelism is a new thing instead of Enochism, steelism. <laughs> <laughs> this man, still, he's a, he was a real guy once upon a time, you know? Like, he popped me, he popped me. You know, his, his promo was so emotional. There's a hole in my wall over there now. He punched a hole. <laughs> Shades of Bob man. O'Neill. Shades of Bobby. <laughs> it was, uh, look, I get why people don't fuck with punk. I get like, I'm sorry. I just, he makes the show better, man. I'm sorry. I need. I get it. like there's so much great wrestling, and I, I love it. And I know Manny, you pop huge for the in ring, and I I get it. It pops me too. But when I see this shit, man, that visually him shit. in the crowd, I was fucking. I felt it, man. I was with it, Manny. When did you get the promo? I started crying. Yeah, there's a hole in my wall, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> I was in the... I Wait, was... How do those combine? You started crying, and there's a hole in your wall. Where... <laughs> how much time was in between those? Like, did you punch the first and then you cried? Oh, I was just like, fuck, man. <laughs> when you started running up the crowd, I was like, oh, let's go, bro. Let's go. I <laughs> wish I had. I'm now mad that I didn't buy that. Because uh, I I wanted to buy that CM Punk hockey jersey, thinking that it probably would come in by All Out. Then I realized it was a pre-order, so I didn't buy it. So I w- now I wish I had a Chicago flag. And I would just been like that, just flopping in the air. Like, we're, we're ready to die. Our arteries... Or something, like whatever he was saying about arteries in the heart or something. He's going to pump the blood. He was like, oh, yeah. fuck, man. He's so great. I and love we were... that. Good. I, lo- I love when he was going down the ramp and he was just all sad. And then they show in the bottom left, they show the picture of him promoting the jersey. Yeah. Like, yeah, like celebrating. It was just yeah. I, wanted, I wanted the name of the fan that was chanting Colt. And I was... Yeah. I was like, man, I hope Punk uh, acknowledges who's doing that. And I think he did. I think he, he called did, him... Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he that fat loser basically. It was fucking. It was amazing. Yeah, the crowd started cheering and everything like that. 
and he immediately realized it was probably not like the way to go for this promo. I was like, I probably yeah. shouldn't have said that. I was like, yeah, probably shouldn't have, Phil, but what are you going to do, you know? Um, oh, man. I don't know. He's such a uh, – Punk is such a unique character and, like, figure in wrestling because he's – there are times when he's at his worst and, like, he's fucking stuff up and, like, you kind of you kind of question, like, man – how great is CM Punk? And then he takes him one segment. It's like, oh man, CM Punk's the fucking greatest. He's the he's the top guy in the promotion. Like, he's just very very special. There's a lot of great wrestling in the show. And by the way, Moxley is special too. You, you know, if you've heard these shows long enough, you know I've said that a million times. We'll get to his promo. But like, man, that was a big big segment uh, for Punk tonight. Chat, I'm intrigued. What's your prediction for this Sunday? I know you guys are going to do it on the grin tomorrow. Uh, which at this point, I mean, me being on feels more likely than not, but. Let's uh let's go around the room on this chat. In the meantime, put your prediction for Mox Punk. Put like, you know, is there a turn? Is there so and so forth? Manny, I'll start with you. Is Punk winning this belt as a baby face? Is Moxley keeping it? Is there a heel turn? What do you think's happening this Sunday night all out? I think he still I still I think he still wins by being a heel. Mm, really? I think yeah, I think he's gonna hit him with the belt or something and then just like desperate man kind of deal. Yeah. yeah. You could still do it, definitely. Like you could tell the story like, if he needed it, you know? Yeah, it's just going to be like, you know, and it's kind of weird because they've been saying that, like, MJF in Long Island, Bret Hart in Canada, mm -hmm. CM Punk in Chicago. No matter what he does in Chicago, he's going to be a, a face. Or, I mean, I don't know. Because it seemed like they were with they weren't against, they were against him because he lost. Yeah. But then towards the end, you know, they were with him again, so. I think if MJF helped him, Chicago would boot. Because that's like the old – that's like Austin – Going with McMahon, right? Even then again, Texas yeah. basically cheered that. So, yeah, I don't think they're booing Punk, but to your point, they have established this idea that, like, the Bizarro World thing, they've established that. So you could easily, like, explain on the next TV and be, be fine. Um, interesting for sure. Dukes, where are you going on this one? Babyface win for Punk? What do you reckon? Yeah, I think he's winning clean. I think he turns in New York. Okay, this, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll circle back. To, but there's, there's a Come big... It, honestly, there's a there's a great big Samoan Samo elephant in the room for that one. We've got to talk about it. Chris, Manny's shaking. Yeah. He's, when Manny shakes his head, it really worries me because he knows more than us. He knows what's going on. So oh, when no, he does this, uh, it scares me, Manny. You know? no, I, I, just know wanna, I just want to see I just want Samoa Joe in the ladder match. I want to see him do oh, like yeah. a, a leg drop off a ladder into another ladder on somebody. <laughs> okay, well, steady on. We'll get back to that. Chris, <laughs> Chris who have you got in the main event on, on Sunday night? Um, so I'm leaning towards Punk Clean just because, like, traditionally, I guess that seems like how you would do it if you know that they're going to cheer for him. But I guess, like you said, um, they have established that bizarre world to the extent where, like, Chicago, I don't know if this is the right way to phrase it, but, like, Chicago kind of feels like its own character in the show Yeah. to where, like, it, it's well established that they're going to cheer for him no matter what. So mm. I definitely do think that that's something you could do where he cheats, but, like, everyone, I guess... You hope the viewers know that, yeah, they're cheering because it's Chicago and they're going to cheer for him no yeah. matter what. So, yeah, I definitely think you can still do that, but I think I I'm leaning towards that he's going to win it clean. It does feel like, to me anyway, and this is just my opinion, but I do, and listen, folks, we all lose our way sometimes. You know, it's part of the game. I do feel some people have got so deep into the idea that, like, the scoops are works, that they've, like, warped the story in their mind. Like, I saw some people being like, why would we cheer CM Punk? And it's like, because he's a babyface, man. Like, <laughs> like, he's not done anything, like, evil on the show, unless I'm missing something. The worst thing he did was he was a dick about the guys a couple weeks ago, but Moxley was a dick about Punk tonight. They don't like each other. You know, like, it's that 
to me, it's that simple. I don't know. Am I am I missing something on that front, Dukes? What do you think? I don't go, go, Manny's no, Manny's fired. Hang on, Dukes. He's no, I was just gonna we'll say. I, I was about to say, like, hey man, we're punk. That's just a story of punk walking up to Hangman saying, "I'm not gonna job to you, brother." That's that's awesome. I don't know what to tell you. Like, imagine like. But like that's this is the thing. Um, that pops you and I. But it feels like some people are taking that as like a heel turn, and that's not on the show. You know, that's Sean's reporting, and th- and Sean that means it's probably real reporting. It isn't them working them or doing anything? Anyway, it's weird. I don't know. Dukes, carry on. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. That's what I was gonna say. He's a babyface on TV, and those people that are at the shows care about what's on TV. You think? What? You, was you surprised when him pop when Max said another fucking team meeting or whatever he said last week, and yeah. no one reacted at all? No. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just think, I actually think the story is a lot simpler than people kind of mm-hmm. are pretending. Now, I want to talk about this after Ash business because we have, after all that, there's three TVs. That's the third one, right? After Ash is the third yeah. one. So if you look at it realistically, the casino ladder match, it's like, how do you do this? Because if that's not the after Ash match, you have to like fit in those two weeks. And then what is the after Ash match? I'm not doing a bit. I genuinely think it's Joe. Because if you look at who's in the ladder match, you could do Claudio, and it's like, I don't think they're going to do Ring of Honor champ versus AEW champ, man. I just don't. Now, I know that sounds silly because Joe's the TV champ. They proved with the Owen that I can fuck about the TV title. Who cares, right? They haven't even got TV. So I think they're going to do Joe and Punk at Arthur Ashe. Um, what do you guys think? Like, Chris, I'll go to you first on this. What? What do you think this looks like? Is the Casino Ladder Match winner going to work the Arthur Ashe title match? Is there going to be another guy that slots in? How are we going to kind of space this out right now? Because it's very interesting. So to me, it does feel like that's going to be the main event of Arthur Ashe is going to be the Joker versus Punk. Because when I saw the lineup, I was like, okay. At first, I saw Claudio, and I thought, okay. But then same thing. Like, I don't think they're going to do ROH champ versus AW champ. So, yeah, I think – I mean, at All Out – all out last year was Ruby was the Joker and she had her match at Arthur mm-hmm. Ashe, right? That's yeah. how that went. Yeah, so I think they'll do a really similar thing this time, but with the men's title. Um, man, I don't know who it's going to be. I, I could see, definitely I could see Joe, and I think that's such a money match. Like, if with, with the build and the story they can tell, I just hope yeah. that they can do it in the time that they have, right? Yeah, for sure. It's, it's really interesting because, like, I always hesitate on this because obviously it's like a running bit that I book Smojo at every angle. But, like, genuine, if you look at, like, the lay of the land, it's kind of like... Like, my pick was always Danielson Punk, right? You guys have heard me say this a million times. But it feels like Danielson's kind of going to be catered for doing his thing with the, you know, all this other stuff that's going on with Garcia and such. I think it's Joe. Um, Manny, where do you stand on this? Like, where are we going for our fresh? Is the casino ladder match winner going to face Punk or Moxley? Are we going to do something different? What do you think is happening at um, the our fresh? The champ is here. <laughs> oh my god you don't know how funny that sounded bro i try to do like my most high-pitched voice i could i could tell brother i could tell holy shit <laughs> that was incredible Agreed. good call uh, good answer um Dukes, what do you think? Where do you you're going to the Arthrash gimmick, right? What do you what do you yeah, think? Yeah. Where we where are we headed here? My pick was um Punk and, <laughs> Punk and Danielson too before, but I, I think it'll be Joe. And now I'm gonna have to watch the other matches because I've never seen them. Oh, so that's a nice three hour session for you to sit yeah. down and do at some point. 
they're great. They're they're very good. They are long, so you know, popcorn and such. But um, it'll be a good. So this is the thing. They've got to upload those fucking matches, right? If they do that match at Off Rash, there's no excuse. You have the tape library. Throw those matches on the YouTube gimmick. You gotta do it, man. Just just get some this use, get some use out of this tape library while we before we sell it. It's fucking sitting there doing nothing. Anyway, uh, it'll be interesting. The him Joe on in a ladder match sounds like an incredible piece of performance art. So by the way, folks, when Manny disappears, he's collecting scoops and messaging us that he yeah. can't tell us them yet. So it's very alarming for us. We're trying to be pros here. Um very my, dynamic. My dog, my dog is doing something crazy outside. K Fabe, K Fabe, K Fabe, Manny. Come on. Oh yeah. He's getting scoops. Yeah, go get guys. some scoops. Yeah, get some <laughs> scoops. <laughs> he walks out the window and listens in, you know. What's the deal? Um, and look, there's a lot of good matches in the ladder match for Punk. All I'm saying is if it's for Arthrash, I don't see one other than Claudio, and I don't think they're going to do that match. I, I could be completely wrong. It'll be interesting. We talked about Brian briefly. What's up with this Garcia business, Chris? What are we getting on Sunday? Is Garcia going to turn back to Jericho? Is he going to fully turn to the... The Combat Club next week's match seems like kind of a clue, right? He's at home, wrestling with the pure belt. I don't know, man. Where do you think we're going with Garcia and that whole deal? So today, right, on Busted Open, Tony said that he wants to listen to the crowd and listen to the audience. I think it's a mistake not to turn him. Yeah. It does. It just it feels like that's what you do, right? So And, like, the way I look at it is you have to either – you have to weigh, you know – the pause the pros and cons here of like now if he ends up turning on brian what like what's the reaction and i think him as a baby face is just way more it gives you way more much more to work with i feel mm-hmm. like from a story perspective with like you know it, i forgot who was it that said it today but that like all all, all the bcc guys are gonna have their sons kind of like yeah mox has shooter and then like Claudio mm-hmm. has um has Yuda and Gar- and Garcia and Brian like that just feels like there's so much you could do with with yeah. Brian and Garcia and telling that story of like the you know the mentor that like, he's a hero and eventually you can do you can run that back of like Garcia turning on him down the line but I think right now the move is you know next week it's his hometown right yes yeah next yep. week do that hundred like like just do it because the crowd like the reactions to Garcia. The you're the rest you're a wrestler chance like that it all just feels like that's naturally what you do here i agree with you that going just back to jericho isn't the way because also the natural match out of that is he wrestles danielson again it's like you just did the trilogy like there's no i actually think i'll be in the chat have said this i'm really into him kind of just going his own way like you do like the double swerve gimmick where like he turns on one of them and you assume he's joined the combat club and he kicks danielson in the dick too and he's like yeah, he's, red, he's red death, Daniel Garcia. He doesn't give a fuck about any of these dudes. He's on his own. That intrigues me. I definitely don't want to see him just turn back, you know, and be a, a sports entertainer again. Um, Manny, what do you think? Where are we going with Garcia here? If you know, then feel free to say no comment. <laughs> no, I was going to say a bit, but then I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot his indie, his tag team partner's name on the indies. Kevin, uh, Kevin Blackwood, right? Yes, he was going to turn on me and then. The aesthetic crippler, Ke- Kevin. <laughs> order. I forgot his name again, but <laughs> but wow, you went out your way to bring up a guy and forgot his name twice, bro. No one even asked. <laughs> <laughs> what was the point? <laughs> no, I was gonna say that he's just gonna make another team with like <laughs> with his friend. 
and then they're just gonna be like to get together on the TV show. Good job, great answer. Great, Sorry. great answer there from our resident. My mind just went blank. <laughs> no, actually, uh, actually, I, I still. <laughs> Dude, he's best Jim Ross commentary. That's amazing. So to answer this, they need heels, and he could be their full like top heel. If they did it right, there's no heels right now, you know? So that's what my picture. Now, again, he'll, he would be kind of like a slight tweener. You could cheer him, but he would mostly wrestle baby faces because, again, we have so many baby faces right now. It's hard. But uh, Duke's, did you actually, yes. But I actually do like the idea of each uh, PCC member having like their own like yeah. young boy underneath him. So I think that's yeah. pretty cool. If they do go that way. I agree. Dukes, what do you think of uh, – where do you think they should go with Garcia? I think they should – uh, have him be on his own. But if he does join the BCC, I could see way down the line, Brian and Garcia turning on the rest of the group. Like, Danielson yeah. takes him with him. Yeah. I'm intrigued by that. Like, the idea of... The idea of Danielson eventually being like, actually, this is not all I had in mind. Like, John Moxley turned into this sort of, like, you know, this sort of... yeah. His own thing. He's take like he's taken over the group or whatever. Like it'd be interesting. Um, the Blackpool Combat Club is probably the coolest thing in the whole promotion, but I think it's objectively like one of the hardest things to book because it's like if they're together a lot, you can't have people go 50-50 and they would just beat up everyone. Like look at that lineup, dude. It's killer. I mean, you were even one tonight, and you is like the guy that you would beat in that group. The other three guys are like three of the best wrestlers of the last 20 years. So it's very hard. Um I wouldn't be surprised if you're right, Dukes, and eventually they kind of do some infighting there to just mix it up. Because as Brian says, they're aware of that problem. They've never been on TV. Like, they're aware you can't just have three of your top guys together as baby faces and be like, well, good luck to 2.0 or whatever the fuck's going to fight them, right? It's very difficult. It's very challenging. But, um, yeah, this is the thing. I see It's true. I don't think Punk's turning, but they do need heels. So I don't know what the answer is, really. I don't think turning Moxley is the answer. Speaking of such, let's talk about Moxley. Because the second promo, it was more about doing it rather than what he said. It was like the idea of having connective tissue, which is something that I've been requesting them do for fucking ages, and they need to do it more. The first promo was one of the best Moxley promos ever. It was so like... It felt like a prize fighter at the post-fight press conference, you know? It was like he just... He was basically saying, you can think what you want, but I kick the shit out of your guy. <laughs> like, it is what it is. <laughs> Live with it. Um, Dukes, what do you think of Mox opening promo? And then beyond that, what do you think of promos opening the show in general? Last two weeks they've done it. Where do you stand on that? But firstly, what do you think of Mox's promo specifically? I thought it was good just to start. I was like, oh, it's Mox opening the show. It's mm -hmm. going to be good. And then it just kept going yeah. and going. And he was like, I'm the fire breathing, <laughs> blood spitting. And I, I stood up. I was like, oh, my God, this is my favorite wrestler. Yeah, he's pretty good, I think, you know? I think so. And promos opening the show are good, if it's a good person. That can is, so your take is, like, case by case, right? Like, if yeah. John Moxley's cutting it, awesome. If um, someone else is cutting it, not so awesome. Yeah. I get you. That's, that's, that makes sense. Like, uh, like Manning, after Hangman won the title, when it was him yeah. and Brian opened the show, that one was good. That was the first time they had done it in a long time. Yeah, I think that's a good call. Um, Manny, where do you stand on promos opening the, the TV show? It feels like something that would make you mad. It does, but you know John Moxley. John Moxley rules, so he gets a pass from me all the time, especially when he's like walking around on awkwardly and just like talking and 
he just he just looks so awesome. And like the way he just got the crowd behind him. Bro, <laughs> that fucking rose. When he's walking around awkwardly and talking, he looks so awesome. <laughs> Living the dream. Yeah, because if, if you compare it to Morrissey earlier, he looked weird. Yeah. So it was just like, man, nobody's nobody does it better than Mox. That was the funniest thing. We need to get to that. But um but yeah, Moxley, he's obviously he's one of the best promos in wrestling. He's great. Like, Manny, you, you, you popped like us. Good. Like, did you see this in the second interview, like the second promo? He finished and then the music started playing and then it looked like yeah, he wanted he was, to continue yeah. again. And he just like looked around and just he like awkwardly to, just got out of the ring. I think he knew that that second promo, like he hadn't like followed punk. So like he wanted to yeah. keep adding to it. Like you could see he was figuring it because that I mean you can't just like you, when you've already thrown your best punches, the idea of walking back out there is hard, right? I think it was worth doing for the sake of selling the match, but it was difficult. Uh, Manny, you popped shoot and I a couple weeks ago. There was a Jungle Boy. You know when they announced like Jungle Boy Speaks and it was like he just did this like shitty promo about his T-shirt? And like when he came out, Manny tweeted, oh, what the fuck? Why is Jungle Boy? <laughs> cut, cut this shit or something like that. We was popping huge. It's tremendous. Um, Chris, what did you think of the opening John Moxley promo? Yeah, so I think uh, like you can't go wrong having Wild Thing open up a show and then having the crowd go crazy like that. Like, again, case by case basis. Usually, I'm like very whatever about a promo opening the show, but if it's a guy like Mox, like you know, he's he's gonna knock it out of the park. That was awesome, right? Like that was that was so good. And just yeah, like part of what I loved about AEW, and you know, still do now, but it kind of wavered a little bit was the fact that like anything can happen on the show, and yeah. that really you know they really hit that home with the Moxley just coming out for the third, you know, the third promo between mm-hmm. the two and, and then coming back out. And it just seemed like, okay, this is going to be, you know, we're in for something here that I, I just love that on, on the show. I love that. You know, you get that feeling of anything can happen. So that was great. He's just so good, man. He's so good at just selling a fight. Them yeah. two are incredible. Absolutely. And I, and I agree with you. Like, I think one of their biggest flaws as a TV show in recent years has been like not following up on stuff, like doing something and then being like, we'll get to that next week because we have to get everyone else on. In this case, you actually had like a through line, like there was connective tissue. There was an idea throughout the show. Right. And like, right. Like why wouldn't Mox come back out and answer back? Like that's his personality. He would want to have the last word when punk, you know, unexpectedly, is the one that's going to sign the open mm-hmm. challenge. Yeah, why wouldn't he just storm out? That's who he is. Their biggest challenge is maintaining the variety show element and having like a wrestling buffet they always talk about. But you don't want it to feel like every segment is disconnected from the other. You know, it should feel like a cohesive world. Even if guys are wrestling differently and different different, different ideas and different things, it should feel connected. And I think when you get things like that, it allows it to feel that way. Like the one a couple weeks ago, Moxley came out and wiped out Tony Nese. He's like, that's what John Moxley, the wrestling character, do. He wouldn't just go home for the night and be like, well, I'll see him next week. You know, like, fuck that. He's going to fight him. So that's something for them to kind of, I think, double down on. A couple other things on that note. We got a JR sit down tonight, which popped all of us because that's something that has been said on every episode of the Late Night Green, I think, statistically speaking. Um, we also got more under the radar. We got the shot of the announcers with their back to the ring. Did you, did you guys pop for that? It's back, bro. Yeah, well, did you know that? Tony Khan listens to the fans, you know, and he listens to everybody's <laughs> complaints. Wait, a lot of people complained. Someone yeah. tweeted it on Twitter. Yeah, someone yeah. tweeted it. So, so. And maybe because he, yeah, he maybe it. like uh, 
he's heard all the complaints like why doesn't jr do sit downs anymore what maybe watch the late night grin and there you go <laughs> he had a, and he chose jungle boy to do it so well or you know you jack know, perry win some you lose some man you know it's a, just baby he stuff was, you know? he was fine in that he's fine he he's just bad. i actually really like jungle boy but he is so an example I. of one of those guys who like like the more people they add to the roster, you kind of go, "Oh fuck!" Like I don't have Jack's road to the gold is quite as quite as quick as it was before. Unfortunately, I mean, I like the guy a lot. It's just difficult. Speaking of signings, all-time funny moment on TV tonight. Um, the wingmen they came back from a break. JD Drake is back in the fucking wingmen for some reason. He no, just actually, left the wingmen. No, it's actually the work horsemen are in the wingmen. It's just Anthony Henry is just never there. Oh no, that's that's actually worse. Don't say that. That's so much worse. So, they, you know, it was a funny deal. They had, like, the signs or whatever the fuck. And I was like, oh, man, guess who I thought was going to come out and beat them up? <laughs> I thought it was going to be though. That's not Archer. <laughs> who do you think I expected? <laughs> Samoa Joe. Samoa <laughs> I was sitting there like, oh, my genuine reaction was, oh, my God, they're going to do Samoa Joe and JD Drake on zero hour. Then <laughs> 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 instead, they started playing this, like, weird music, like the music we have when we start these streams. <laughs> and I was like, who's this? And like, the crowd was kind of reacting. So I was like, maybe I'm just forgetting this theme. And brother, when I saw that name, I fucking like, it popped me. Because the thing is, people can dunk on what Sean tweeted tonight, but it's actually, we're actually at a point in this world where there was like a bidding war for W. Morrissey. Like, that's a real thing that happened. Both companies wanted him. Um, rest, if you're a wrestling free agent, like, just don't, like, stay out of jail, like, just straight and narrow. You're going to get signed, brother. Everyone's going to get signed. You know, it's fucking crazy, dude. Have you seen it out there? They're going to bring back the fucking Fiend on Sunday. Ron Strowman's going back. Everyone's getting signed. It's not, I've never seen anything what? like it. It's incredible. No, never mind. I won't say that. Yeah. Okay, save that for after. This is the <laughs> other thing that you got to tell us. One of you guys remind me that was a thing that Manny almost said on the show. No, no, no. Was, it, it was a dark joke, but never mind. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, the arrest line, I, I didn't think for a good call. Um, Chris, your reaction to the big dub, W. Yeah, Morrissey, so, in All Elite Wrestling. So I saw the same thing you did where, like, I, I looked to the crowd because they hadn't shown the screen yet. Like, they hadn't shown the stage yet. I looked to the crowd, and you see, like, one in every five people is reacting, but they're all looking <laughs> at the screen. It's just, yeah, just one in every five is, like, kind of pumping their fists a little bit like excited so i was like okay it's gonna be somebody like it's not anything huge but it's somebody and then so he comes out and i just i don't know i i, I don't hate it like i i like the pairing yeah. with stoke because I, I it seems harmless and the guy's huge like and you put him with stoke next to stoke he looks like nine feet tall right like mm -hmm. I, I don't think this hurts at all and i think you know from what people have been saying about him it seems like he's really turned everything around yes. and he you know it's he, that's like a success story that you really like to hear, right? So, yeah, I wish him the best. I hope it works out. The Stoke thing, like, I don't know what it looks like 100% yet, and we'll see how they, you know, book it down the line. But really, like, I don't know. I, I was I was optimistic about this. I um, I actually agree with you. Like, I think it's very funny that both companies wanted him, like, desperately because it right, shows yeah. you how much things change. But, like, it's good for him. And I will say, as someone that reviewed a lot of those pay-per-views, he, he had a good run in Impact and, like, you know, he proved his worth and he got a gig. So you can't argue with it in that way. It's just, I will say this. I'll go on a limb with this. As happy as I am for the guy himself, and I'm, I agree with you, it'll be a fine thing. If this is what Tony was tweeting about when he tweeted that gif about finally the, the luck, 
I would like someone to go and arrest him immediately. No, I don't want it. If this, if this was the triumph, then I, you know, I can't, I can't. Well, I'm assuming that's Brock Lesnar on Sunday. We'll talk about them anyway. Duke, she fired up for the big dub. Very much so. I was just, I was in hysterics. I was, it was like one of the funniest moments of the show easily. My dad goes, "Do we know him?" And I'm like, "I do." I go, "I do." You don't. Do we know him? Yeah. <laughs> that fucking rules. Okay, fair. Manny, he doesn't strike me, the W. Morrissey, as the kind of wrestler that you'd be, you know, really into. Um, am I wrong? <laughs> well, after that one match he had with Warlow, man, I, I, I was, like, pumping my fist, like, oh, man, maybe Big Man is the job, you know? Like, they were just throwing lariats, like, just throwing punches at each other and everything. I said, oh, boy, man. I hope yeah. we brought him back. And I think a couple of weeks ago I said that I think he's coming in as, edu- as Christian's heavy. Yeah, yeah. But then, you know. I was a couple weeks off, and he's now he's Stokely's heavy. So you know, mm-hmm. close. <laughs> that was close. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Like booking him's gonna be really hard, but you know. I also thought Stokely grabbing Tony Schiavone with the freshly cut good. mullet, just like streaming at him. That, that was, was good. Awesome. Yeah. That got over live too. The crowd really reacted to that perfectly with the big Tony chance. That was good shit, man. That was definitely good. I want to talk about this next. I thought the woman's tag was fucking killer, honestly. Um, Britt is, I think, doing performance art and has seen like a window to be like incredibly graceful, gracious top gal and is going to like put people over and really work hard, which pops me because I think that's both like what she should do, but also it feels like she's popping herself a little bit by doing that now while all the conversations (laughs) happen elsewhere. (laughs) But... She is genuinely good in these tags. She has been for a while. We've talked about this is like a, the best thing the division produces regularly. When they do one of these tags, like these all-star tags, they're the best matches on the TV show. Also, I'm going to say it, and Manny, I know it gets very heated on Twitter, but, bro, you got to say it helps in this time in the show, man. If, fuck, if this was in that hour 30, it's like it follows Punk's promo. I, ain't got, I haven't got the energy, man. I can't lock in on, you know, what JR's saying about Sheeta and making me really embarrassed. I can't do that if it's later in the show. You know, for the first hour, I'm fresh. I, I hear and see it all, unfortunately. <laughs> so the match was tremendous. Uh, Manny, I will reluctantly start with you. Please tell me you like this match. I like the last couple of minutes of the match. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I wasn't, I, wasn't in my, I wasn't in my room. I was getting my laundry. Oh, well. How, this can be very interesting each week, the, the kind of Manny's excuses for why he misses the bulk of it. Now, the finishing stretch was really good, though. You agree on that, right? There you go. Yeah, I just thought I was, I kept refreshing after like the match was over, like Britt's tweet. Like, I wonder what she was going to tweet. Because, like, yeah. Obviously, I thought it was like a little shot at uh, our friend, Rosa. So, you know, just. <laughs> I can't oh, say friend. Was <laughs> oh, friend. The fit, the, in serious, like, didn't I've been on a like, witch hunt. Just. <laughs> To be clear, I'm not doing a bit when I said the match, the finishing stretch fucking real. I thought the match was, match was really good, genuinely. Uh, and I loved actually, the finish because it was clearly the I, right finish. Yeah. I actually saw Hater, like, I thought Hater got knocked out for a bit with that. Yeah. I never seen anybody take a Hurricane Rana as a DDT yeah. before. It was, it was very, it, it was Lexi All Caps esque in many ways, you know, when she spiked herself the other night on the flagship. It was <laughs> oh, like, when that. she did the roll and she, yeah, when you know, left, you retweeted that and we were popping <laughs> huge because I'd seen it already, but the guys only saw it when you retweeted it. It's fucking amazing, bro. I never um, seen anybody do that before. I was like, how did that even happen? So, just in- impressively bored about wrestling, amazing <laughs> stuff, Dukes. What do you think of the uh, of the tag match here? It ruled. I really like Sheeta winning. That probably means yeah. she's not winning on Sunday, though. Mm-hmm. And 
my favorite spot of it was when Tony just jumped in the ring and did the the sweet cheeks music, and then she like dove out the ring and did a DDT. It fucking mm-hmm. ruled. That was cool. Very cool. Well, Transition. You know, she done one on Elevation and she won on Dynamite. Man, she can't win. You know, three more times. You know, in one week, you got to spread yeah. the love. Fair. You're trying to build a division. Tremendous, Chris. What did you think of this? Uh, what did you think of this tag match? So, um, I think I said it like two weeks ago too. Like I've been a lot higher on the women's division matches. I think, um, you know, that's not a knock on them, but like it's kind of a knock on them a little bit. But it, it was re- like I, I really enjoyed it. Um, she does incredible, man. And and yeah, yeah. Britt, you know, Britt taking the pin was like interesting because I wait, like, I was waiting for there to be something afterwards. Like she's not just gonna. Right, like this isn't gonna happen, and then um, man, like it was, it was cool, like just seeing her facial reaction after losing, just it was interesting. Yeah, I don't think she is winning. I think that's like a safe, you know, bet that I'll mm-hmm. be willing to make now, especially. But yeah, it was just, it was, it was really good. She hit so hard. I just love her in mm-hmm. ring, and yeah, it's, it's just the improvements have been really, like you know, I, I guess we'll wait to see where it leads, but they've, they've all really improved a lot, and I definitely agree. This time slot's the way to go. Who we got on Sunday, guys? Again, I know we're going to do it on the grin tomorrow, but just gut feeling. I agree with you, Chris. I think Sheeta's, unfortunately, tonight kind of takes her out of the equation. I don't think she was really in it anyway as a winner, unfortunately. I think Tony Storm's winning this belt. Dukes, what do you reckon? Tony. Yeah. Manny, yeah, what do you got? Tony. Who you got on for a Sunday? I need to sleep on it. You do? <laughs> right. Can you When you wake up, sorry, can you tweet immediately your pick, please, so we can... I will. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Uh, Chris, Set who you got? There yeah, you go. Tony. Set an alarm. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Tony kind of has twins punish you after she was set to win it anyway. It feels like right. we kind of mean to just, you know, it's not her fault shit's changed, right? How the rain, like the rain will be interesting. They've obviously got to get to this Jamie and Britt business. In January, felt like it was going to happen in week. And now it's kind of, there's not really any tension between them. It's really interesting to see how they've done that. Interesting is the polite word for Actually, it. Actually, I think they should stay in a tag team. Yeah. Yeah. Do you just- <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Brit, Brit's better is Brit's a great tag team wrestler. She is, but like the other part of the equation, like I want, I want Jamie to be like the top star in the division. You know, I want to, I want us to move forward that way. I get you. Well, he's just switched the roles. You know, Brit's yeah, like, now the, yeah. you know. I think, honest, I genuinely don't like. I kind of think the the Jamie Blackpool Combat Club thing. I think actually rules. Like she's that vicious. I mean, they can do it. Because like, some, like, look, I'm not trying to be, but some people get suggested for those groups. And it's like, well, you know, not necessarily. Yeah, Leah, Leah Hirsch and Tim Taz. Well, <laughs> firstly, don't take shots of me on the air. That's unnecessary. Um, it was a different time. Layla Hirsch was very short, is very short. So I thought it would be a good, listen, it, you know, it's hard. It's filling content, man. It's difficult. You throw stuff out there sometimes, you know. And now Tim Taz is dead. So it's just like, you know. <laughs> it is. It is, yeah. It's, it's, it's gone. Uh, what else is on tonight's show, boys? Anything else we've we've not talked about? The four-way, right? Yeah. Four oh, way. yeah. Roosh, future AEW world champ. <laughs> Paper appearance world champ is crazy. <laughs> Manny knows that the worst thing they could do for Roosh is give him the world title, and he still says it just because it's the it's threat. That match was fun, though. Manny, that struck me as your kind of business right there. You know? Yeah, man. Roosh was freaking awesome, giving headbutts to everybody that was flying around, doing topes. Just beating everybody up, and then everybody was just like booing him, and he was just doing his like pose and stuff, like you yeah. know, just awesome. 
are all four of those guys like certified hoopers or would you say just a few of them give me your because like man i see manny as like the he's like the expert on this front you know like or he's our representative of that how rank me rank me those guys in terms of like level of hooper in that match go ahead manny you know roosh is number one he, he's playing like uh I was about to say like Kevin Martin or something, but that was bad. That's like a bad ex- That's <laughs> no, an insane. No, no. <laughs> Roosh is playing. Roosh is like Zach Levine right now. You know, just like <laughs> crazy. <laughs> you- <laughs> that is a sentence that has never been spoken before. It will it's never be spoken though. again. Oh, Roosh's theme. Roosh's theme. That's why he's number one too. It just goes Roosh. Fucking incredible. It sounds like a car like vroom vroom just like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tremendous. Who's second, Manny? Ray Phoenix. Yeah, I couldn't think of. I can't think of anything for Ray Phoenix. He's so, a fucking uh, scorer, right? That dude, he goes out. And he's, he'll put. He'll, he'll give you a bucket. Steph Curry. He, he's Lou Will. <laughs> this chill, oh, yeah, this chill on Steph Curry. This guy more in Duke's direction here, right, pal? Let's just take it easy. Get oh no, no, time. he's the reigning sixth man of your Jordan Clarkson. There you go. <laughs> All right, yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> okay, so then who's – is Uter or, um, or Don? Yuta. Yeah, yeah. Uter, uh mm, I don't I don't know if you've got Dante as a hooper, brother. I don't know if you've got him there. Dante, you know, he's like a – he's someone you send to D-League and you bring him back up after a while and you're like, oh, shoot, man, he's good because everybody forgets, like, he's good. Yeah. And then once, when people start catching up, you send him back down. And that's how you just—that's how you keep Dante in the rotation. Yeah, that's that was fucking good, wasn't it? Well, wow, about that? That should be a segment around here. We need to have like the Hooper of the Week. Oh, <laughs> oh we could do something with the Hooper of the Week. We do like the Jericho There's graphic, that, yeah. yeah, something oh, that we can we our, can we do our starting lineup of the week. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yuda, Yuda is a uh, Chris Paul. He never wins a big one. That's crazy. No, that's, that's crazy. crazy. You can't compare four year old will you? It's Chris fucking Paul. Nah, that's we like, know. It's like Eddie no. Kingston. Exactly. I was about to say, King is yeah, Chris Paul. Eddie is Chris Paul. Shoot, text me something last night. I popped me so much. We know now that's the Ishii match. Shoot, text me. If Eddie doesn't win this one, I'm giving up. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you're going to stop watching? And he was like, no, like, I'm just going to give up on Eddie Kingston. Like, I'm just going to go full kayfabe and be like, oh, he's just he's just a loser, man. It's not worth oh, it's not worth worrying about. You know, I, started, I started laughing when uh, I saw Pac and uh, Kip get a moving graphic and like all the bigger matches didn't get one. I was just like, man, why is Kip dressed like a mid-2000s emo kid, you know, just – have a moving graphic and like all these other wrestlers don't have one. I can't do the kip thing, bro. I can't do it's it. It's so I, funny. No, I, everybody, I everybody was hoping for Osprey, and then we, we got the second best Brit in AEW, Kip. All right, now wait a minute. I'm on the Kip train, but you just disrespected Pac and Jamie Hayter. And William Kip's Reed. not Kip's not on the list, dude. He's not one of the best Brits in the promotion. Where however just, many there are, he's like the, he's just not on the list. He's missing. It's out. just Pac and Kip as the men's side. Well, no, William so Regal is lead announcer. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you gotta just say Kip's American now. Like we kind of claimed him. The Brits all hate him yeah. for whatever reason. Like, what? What did we claim now. him? I claim yeah. him. I claim yeah. him. He's ours. He's American. Oh, oh, man. Man. Listen, I know Reese is Reese was in the chat, and I don't want to be spiteful. He is. I'm, I like everyone to enjoy themselves <laughs> in this game. But when he started kind of promo, my head began to shake. By the way. <laughs> 
you know, and he's talking about like that's change and he's fucking he had like the, he had the box. Yeah, box these hands. Like, just get rid of the box now, dude. You've left the box. Don't go back to the box. It seems he like dyed his beard too, yeah, really so. weirdly. It can't be done. It's, 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 it... Oh, listen, there's a lot of bits I can go with. I don't know if I can do this one, boys. I don't know. But... Speaking of a promo, we forgot uh, Miro. Miro, yeah. How does everybody Sting, find his room? Incredible. Awesome. Bro, yeah. Sting's delivery was fucking insane on that. Why did he, he say it like, like Jeff that? Hardy. Yeah, I was no, like, bro, everybody, everybody loved being dark and no, 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 the, the showtime was funny, but when he said, like, we're friends. Yeah, it was like, friends. it was like Joker. It was Joker Sting delivery. I was so caught off guard. It was Well, of course, of course, you know, uh, Miro and Sting are going to be friends. Yeah. yeah They're super religious. Yeah, Sting's yeah. never been stabbed in the back before. Yeah, that was a good shoot. Had a good tweet. That was so good. That. That was, Does I anybody know who his Miro's friend was that he sent to God? I don't know who he was talking about. I don't know. No clue. No idea. It's he said explicit. he shook his hands three times and sent him to hell. Oh, yeah, Andrade. Oh, we missed that. That Dude, was incredible. That's Isn't one it? of the funniest segments they've ever done. He fucking, he grabbed the crutch and just like, he hit him over the head with it. Like, just whacked him with it. He tried God, to they buy made the, they were, Like, look, I, I actually like the Dark Order. I know that, you know, folks like Manny hate them. But that that dual quarter shit was in full effect tonight. Those two brothers, they just got the shit kicked out of them, man. It was crazy. And what a visual that was. What yeah. uh, good. What I love about that is that you know, like Tony had to have been sitting down, right, and thinking, like, how do I get Hangman into this match? And that is what he came up with. Like that specific scenario is what he came up with, and I just love the thought of that. It's incredible. Yeah. I actually, thought we're gonna get that. I actually thought we were going to get that Eve Uno match, and I was going to get so mad. And then, when as soon as I saw that crutch shot, and I said, oh, let's go. And then guys, uh, that taser was awesome. Did you get the taser? I forgot the taser. Did you guys see the uh, the AEW game stream that Uno did with Colt? Oh, yeah. I saw some of it. Oh, my fucking God. That's one of the most insane things. Like, they asked that dude like 30 questions and he legitimately had answers for like two of them. And they would ask him shit that was clear. He had no idea what they were talking about. At one point they asked, are the entrances like short or are they? And even Uno was like, no, that's exactly, you know, that's exactly how they are. They're short promo straight to the matches. Right. And the bloke, <laughs> the guy from THQ was like, yeah, you can mess around with the entrances. You get the four entrances, the short entrances. They just moved on, man. I'm telling you, if Uno got off that plane, I was fucking his booker. I'd have said, brother, I'm paying you to run a fucking Twitch channel. You need to ask better questions on those things. Yeah, I'm not paying you to wrestle. You're paying over here to, you know. <laughs> You're a full-time <laughs> streamer, brother. <laughs> See, just. Text you that. I was like, come on, now. man. That's the gig, you know. That's the gig for Uno now. Come on. We've got to level up a little bit. But if anyone didn't see it, it was, it's worth watching just for how, like, awkward it is when. Like Colt makes like wrestling references, and the guy just sits there has no clue, no clue he's talking about. Amazing stuff, <laughs> tremendous deal. Um, that's about everything, right? Have we missed anything? I feel like we, there was a lot on tonight's show, but I think that's about everything. I think I'm not sure. Chat, tell us if there's what we're hanging around for a couple more minutes, uh, and we'll see if we missed anything. Very eventful show. I have a crazy story. Very that different show. You did? Hey, what happened? What happened? So I was in a in the drive-through at a pharmacy, and uh, <laughs> yeah. And the line was huge, so I started watching random clips of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, I've never seen a show that just popped up, so I was just playing the clips, and I was talking to the 
the pharmacist. And then one of the clips was Danny Levito yelling out, "You whore, you whore!" <laughs> and I, I, I thought I thought she turned off the the intercom. And then like I was just playing in my car, and she just says, "What are you calling me, sir?" And I looked, and I'm just like, I paused the video. And I said, I'm, and I just kept showing her my phone, like, "Look, it's the clip. My bad. I, I wasn't calling you that." <laughs> honestly, honestly, that's kind kind of sicko behavior. That you were just watching clips of a show you've never seen. That makes me uncomfortable to begin with. Like, it feels like you're missing like all the con. I don't know, but you know, that's that's probably not the main problem there. Um, man, that's that's like an actual towel. Did you tweet about this, or did you avoid doing that? Because you know, no, I thought it was. I feel like you're being lost in contact context if I just tweeted something out like that. Oh yeah. Luckily, there's only about sixty people watching this. You know, <laughs> it'll go on the radar. Um, this is true. I didn't feel the need to talk about this because my stance is clear on Jake Hager. I think he's one of the top 150 wrestlers in the world. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say 100, and I got a little bit hesitant. Uh, he is bringing back Kings Road. I've often been heard saying this. <laughs> I would like to see him get a run in any Japanese promotion, ideally all Japan, just for the for the memes, you know. Um, I would like him and Eddie Kingston to do a World Tag League together. Uh, I understand it doesn't make much sense, but I think it could be a good a good bit, you know. Uh, and Brian Danielson was there, and he's you know pretty good, I guess. But Hager stole the show, if you ask me, Chris. What do you think of another Jake Hager masterclass, brother? I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say all that. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Danielson, this this proves, uh, read into this what you want, but this just, again, proves that Brian's the greatest of all time. That's all I'll say about this match. Yeah, yeah he can pull off some pretty amazing things with these guys, man. He could have, he, you have to be like, there's. I don't know if there's a wrestler on TV that he can't have like a good match with, genuinely. Because like, he just yeah. has the people, you know, it's so easy for him. Um, mm-hmm. A tremendous pro wrestler. Dukes, what do you think of, Hager and Danielson. Oh no, Manny. That yeah. that worries me. Bruce's no, comment. Bruce's comment might be right. New Johnny Ice. He should go out his hair. Somebody just like tweeted me a picture of the Elite in Dark Order, and they put the Elite as the Spurs, like winning the championships. Oh, and no. then they put for the Dark Order LeBron James on the Cavs, and he's just with like bums. Oh. So. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. That is pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Dukes, anything else on Hager and Danielson? Brian Danielson's good at wrestling. Yeah, well, I agree. Manny, oh. do you want to put over Jake Hager? Man, Hager, <laughs> he got that five star from Dave and just been on a roll. Yeah. He's never he's never gonna see a a three and three quarters match again. Just fours now. <laughs> there's news. I think there's news out. Have you seen the oh, news? Yeah. No. Oh God! Oh my God! It appears that a real hooper has just left the territory. <laughs> Tony Khan. So oh, never mind. I won't say so it. <laughs> Unfortunately, folks, it oh, appears no. the educated few are heading back to the Fed. Sean Ross Sapp. It appears that Roderick Strong has got a new tag team partner on Friday Night SmackDown because it appears. No. The man of a thousand kicks has left All Elite Wrestling. Bobby Fish is no longer All Elite. Um, not doing a bit when I tell you this has actively upset me because he fucking rules and him trash talking at every turn is funny. Um, if you are part of the Discord, this will be especially unsurprising to you. <laughs> not that anyone on this particular screen has 
that's you know I've been talking about that. You know, it's not not the kind of thing we do around here. Um, shout out to him. What a run he had. He kicked our punks GTS at three point one. A good call. A salute to you, Bobby Fish. It was a hell of a time. We loved having you. You're welcome back. Well, I don't know if you're welcome back anytime. Was that the like big news on Yeah, we should actually do that. Hang on. Let me do the graphic thing. Because people like, they like the bits, you know. It's, it's important. We forget the bits sometimes. Play the hits. It is with great, <laughs> it is with great sadness and regret that I am here to break some news that isn't our news at all and may actually be completely false. According to our live chat here, Sean Rossap of Fightful.com has announced that Bob Fish is no longer All Elite. The days of legitimate head kicks have gone. The World Wrestling Federation has a new Intercontinental Champion on the way. I will not confirm Bobby Fish Grin Grappler yet, but wait for it and uh, let it play out. Bobby Fish, we salute you. It's been a very sad day here, but you just like other fish, you just flush them down the toilet and then you just never think about them again. No, you had it had to be there's there's more fish in the sea. You had to do there's many more fish in the sea, man. You can't you can't talk about flushing Bobby Fish down the toilet. Come on. He's a hooper. He is, he's a fucking he's a shooter too. He's a fucking shooter. Well you can have, you know, great battles. He's JJ Reddick. In the oh come on, that's disrespectful to JJ Reddick, all right. Bro, JJ put up like eight yeah, man. He was fucking he was bad. He man. put up twelve off the bench. Yeah, he was he was a bad man. I mean, he's more like Cole Corver. Shane Battier. Mar- Shane Battier was too Mario wide, Chalmers. Who's <laughs> Mario Chalmers? All right. <laughs> this is quickly getting worse for our friend Bobby. Bobby, Wait, welcome so, on the late night green. What do we do bro. now? What, oh, Let's there you go. We're going to change, change Bobby Fish for Roger Strong. And then that's how we get our Grand Slam match. What's more likely, though? Like, Bobby's just going to team with Roddy on WWE TV, right? Oh, my. I just look. Matt Jackson selling his back against Roderick Strong's like backbreakers. Don't don't do this to me right now, bro. I can't do this. You don't know you don't know how long I've waited. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they're going to be on SmackDown again. Let's just accept that and leave it there. We don't have to worry about. It. Um, that's fine. I, I hope Bobby gets a, a gig over there. It seems like he is expecting one based on what he's been talking as of late. I don't know. It would be so fun if he didn't. Yeah, I mean, Impact's hiring. They play well from Untold, so. I wonder if he's yeah. going to break news, more news on his podcast. Maybe that is or, the news. Maybe he broke his own news. Dude, he did say there was news, and, like, I mean, he it's not renewed, so, like, it kind of feels like he would know, right? Yeah. <laughs> what a way to kick off a podcast. Yep, not re-signed. I'm leaving. <laughs> Wait, so how did... So he only signed a one-year deal or less That's than That's what I was... Yeah, I was trying to do the math there. You gotta remember when he signed, he was like a weird signing because none of the other guys were free at that point. Remember, like he I he came Cole in, or Cole had just got there. Yeah, Cole, you're right. Cole got there. Actually, I... yeah, Cole had oh. got there. No, Cole had got because his debut was, was he challenged Sammy, and Sammy won the belt in September. You're right, Cole was there. But he, but I remember vividly us on the green being like, "Why the fuck are they bringing in Bobby Fish?" He actually popped us huge. So, you know, you know, I, you know what. This is a smart move on 
on Tony's part. You know, he he tricked Kyle into signing because he thought Bobby Fish was gonna be around. He he didn't tell he didn't tell like you know Kyle, hey Bobby Fish has five years too like you, and then he signed him to a five year deal, and then then he after that he just. Bobby Fish was on a one-year deal, exactly. baby. Manny, you got to realize we're a, we're a different perspective here because you're popping at this, and I have now lost the one member of that group that I like, and I'm not, you know, I, I'm not here to celebrate, brother. I'm sad about it. I'm gonna miss the kicks, bro. The kicks, the, the, the explosion. Don't no worry, we can get Bobby to throw the some kicks. Match was so good. That was his swan song, wasn't it? Is he ever wrestling after that? I'm going to cage match. Hang on. Okay. Oh, man, I've actually, man. Bobby Fish wrestled a lot of guys. He wrestled CM Punk, Brian yep. Danielson. Uh, yeah, I was at the Brian match. Lee Moriarty. Oh, yeah. Let's not talk about that match. <laughs> That's on a legendary show, though. That's on a legendary show. Oh, I was there, too. That was good. Oh, yeah, that was the, the buy-in with Suzuki, right? That was the Suzuki. Don. Don't have an at. Yeah, don't have an at. <laughs> <Don. laughs> That's actually a very fair way to read it, but yeah, don't don't have an at is what he's going for. Don't be right? spreading out these rumors. Uh, I love Kyle Riley. Yeah, I think he awesome. should be pushed as a world heavyweight champ, and I get killed for that take all the time. Yeah. So it's it's, yeah. it's just it's a it's a I don't I like Kyle a lot. He's a lovely guy, but I I don't I, I'm not like a fan. Bobby Fish pops me because he does this gimmick a lot and kicks people. It's fun, you know. I want to give a shout out to Bud Ryan, great power of the show, who says. Uh, love the drama of wrestling. Punk and Mox were on fire on the mic tonight. Thanks for all the content. Needed the grins this week. Love you all. Thanks, pal. Wish there was more content this week. We'll be ramping up soon. I, I appreciate you uh, resubscribing. Thank you very, very much. Um, okay. Dukes, where, did we conclude what his last match was? It was Darby, yeah. What a way to go out. Like a king. Went out like a king, brother. Three and a half, oh. indeed. Piece uh. of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Three and a half. Doesn't appreciate real wrestling. All right. Let's take it home here. Um, Chris, I'll start with you. Plugs, promotions, so on and so forth. Any final words? Yeah, just I guess the the usual. Uh, check out the articles at WrestlePurist. Follow me on Twitter, uh, my Rassam Burner. Yeah, man, it's uh, exciting. Excited for the weekend. A lot of good wrestling. So, yes, mm-hmm. tune into the shows. Sunday, doing a watch along on, right? We're doing a watch along of Nitro? Yes. Yes, we're going to do that around – we're only going to hit play at 6 Eastern because I think it's like 45 on the network, so then we'll be done in time for the, you know, the zero. Yeah. Is it hour zero or zero hour? Zero hour. Zero, zero hour. Yeah. Okay. Well, you answered that very quickly. That was impressive. All right, yeah, we're going to do that on Sunday. I think there's going to be a few of us there, and we're going to just kind of – if you don't watch Nitro, folks, I think you're aware of how we do things. Right? We're not going to be like doing play-by-play. It's, just, it's the anniversary, so we're just going to kind of have it on and be just talk about wrestling. And it's going to be kind of a loose pre-show for the pay-per-view. So there you go. Dukes, um, I believe you're, you've been booked for that. I don't know if you're actually going to show. I know you're very, you know, very busy guy. But uh, I'll be For the Nitro show? Yeah. Yeah, I'll be there. you got another book in this week, I'm told. Promote all these things, yeah. Duke. I'm going to be on a late-night grin tomorrow for some reason to discuss What's that? that. I don't know. I just oh. got a DM from some random guy. Uh, anyway... To discuss the um, House of Glory show, is that a very strange show? But I guess we're talking about that. And I'm back on Twitter. Duke's great. Oh, so I got to watch that show? No, I think yeah. shit. Just watch the Battle Royal. That's the only good match. I saw that. I don't want to watch that again. <laughs> <laughs> I said to shoot that, like, the that would be because you actually were there. It was such a weird show. People got really so mad weird. about it and, like, demanded refunds and stuff. It was quite the deal. That's um, a good photo ops, though. 
Yeah. Great photo. Great photo. Three, three good wrestlers in one photo. Incredible. Rare. Very rare. Very rare. Special feat these days. Many plugs, promotions, so on and so forth. <clears throat> uh, if you're on Discord, you can go with us in Discord in a bit, in like five minutes. I don't know how long we're going to be in there for. Just, I don't know. Sometimes yeah, I say now. Right now. No? What? They're in there right now. They're watching this stream on the oh. Discord. They're streaming. Well, last time I said we're going to go for an hour, we ended up being for like six hours. So I'm, I'm going to be in there for like five minutes. I'm going to say, Manny, tell me everything you you know and have learned during that show. And then I'm going to just swiftly, I'll be like, okay, guys, have a good night. <laughs> and then if you guys watch uh, Pearl, Noah, let me know what was good because Monty slapped me on the wrist and said that I have to watch more modern stuff and I just can't be watching classic ROH. So... <laughs> Who is he? Sammy. Say that. What, 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 what does he have? You have a contract with him now? Piece of shit. Fucking demanding <laughs> you watch bad wrestling. <laughs> what you, you should just say, you should, what star is when you should just say, well, I've got Nigel and fucking Joe at four and a half. <laughs> then what's he going to do about it? You know what I mean? He don't know what he's fucking wanting. He hasn't got a clue. Anyway. All right. Well, there you go. Wrestle Purist. Good idea. All right. There you know. You can support those. We have two Wrestle Purist fellas on the, on the screen. I'm an, an alumnus. And Dukes is here. I don't think Dukes, you've not interacted with Montgomery, right? No. I think he dunked on me on the show last night on Fed Dead, which is, you know, whatever. But he called me, oh, I think he called me a good, he called me a good Don't hand. spoil it for me. Yeah. He called me I'm going to listen, listen to it on Saturday. Okay. <laughs> wow. Banking, banking Bobby shows to, to get you through the weekend. All right, bro. That works. Hey, man, I work 16-hour shifts. I need something yeah. to listen to. Fucking veteran. What a worker. All right, folks. We hope you enjoyed this. Did you have anyone... Put in the chat if there's someone can raid. I always do this too. Like, is there anyone to raid? Is there anyone on Twitch? We have like 60 people here. We might as well do that. Apparently, it's good for the channel. Is there anyone on the Twitch? Any any good wrestlers specifically? Because I'm not going to raid certain people. Um, if, you, if you're aware of these people in the chat, say them now. Otherwise, we will simply just waste our viewership, which would be unfortunate. Um, it is not like there are a plethora of suggestions as of right now. Stephen Larson. Breeze and Spears. My God. The chairman? Yeah, the chairman's a good one. That's the it. sweets. I think that's it. The sweets. The sweets live. 120 folks in there. Okay. I may have buried one of these. No, I don't think I've said anything bad about any of them. Enjoy it. Enjoy that over there. Um, we will be back tomorrow night for the grin. You'll see couple of these faces on that show and then Sunday on Twitch for the Nitro show. All right, folks, enjoy uh, Breeze and Spears over there. All right, if you're watching on YouTube, you can be a patron and watch that very Late Night Grin show that we'll be, a few of us will be on, um, latenightgrin.com. Just $1 gets you in the house. That's all that's happened over there, but it's a flagship show every week, three hours, latenightgrin.com. In the meantime, enjoy this outro. All hell.